Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What it do? KC. What's up, family? What's up, fellas? We What's live. It, man. What's good, Tiger Nation? Okay. What's happening, dear? I love family. Let us know y'all can hear us. Sound check, sound check one, two. Let us know if y'all can hear us, man. Uh, game day, man. WC Golden Classic. Finally made it home, man. We at the vet. Uh, we at the crib. We at the crib. Boy, it's been a long, long four weeks, man. A whole month of traveling. Like a lot longer. Started in Atlanta, then we go over to Miami, then we go over to the big, the big raggedy. <laughs> we did start in Atlanta, uh, then uh, we finished up St. Marcos. Man, we finally make it home. Happy to be back home, back in the Jack. Six p.m. kickoff, Jack State versus Bethune Cookman, WC Gordon Classic. It's a red out, man. Zoe didn't get the memo, but he he he, he got the, he gonna be red for the game start. <laughs> Good, good deal, good Y'all deal. Y'all got to get here because it's already it's already cranking up at the vet. If you look out there, we see people Titty. already already here, already setting up, tailgating starts, Light. parking lot already starting to, I won't say fill up, but we got people already trickling in. So don't snooze. Don't snooze. We need the fans to come out and support. T.C. Taylor's first Turn home game. This is something he's been waiting on, on for. On the camera. He's setting. This is something he's been waiting on for a long time, you know, so we got to come out and support him. Obviously, WC Gordon Classic. So, hope everybody got your red gear. If you don't, if you don't have your red light, so we got some vendors out here too. 
So it's not it's not too late to grab your your red your red. Yeah, perfect. We're good. Perfect. Hey man, that red popping right now too, man. So yeah, it's it's we've been waiting on this two and two uh, tough road sled. Um, now we're getting the swag play. You know, seven straight swag games. Um, the goal is to finish nine and nine and two. You know, we uh, it starts with Bethune Cookman. We can start our first, you know, our first first win of a new winning streak in the SWAC. We start that today. Actually, actually Southern. Well, actually, we still actually we start. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. I might be wrong on that. We beat Southern, so we good. Mm-hmm. We lost FAMU into the streak, so we want to know. We get to continue that, but we get to continue our home winning streak. Though. All right, there we go. What's the home winning it's uh, 13 games. See, see, see. This is Cortez. I'm gonna go ahead and, and stop you right now, man. We ain't doing that. That ain't that ain't that ain't true. You, you you're saying that without giving Bethune Cookman any respect. If he don't win by 50, we need to start. Work. You can worry. You gotta we're worry not gonna worry though. No, nah, we just need to win. You know, one reason why we can't say that honestly, we we don't know a lot about this Bethune Cookman team. If you want to be honest, it's a brand new team, uh, it is. new coach. Roster overhaul, and if you look at their schedule, they played two FBS opponents, then they played the D two. Right. So if you're talking about you know apples to apples comparing against the Swax uh, team, we really don't know. Obviously, we got coaches that watch film and break down, but when looking at their record, that's not indicative, necessarily indicative of who they of who they are. Especially talking about playing in Miami and a and a uh, Memphis, right? So we we don't know we don't know much about this team. So it'll be interesting. Now, we, do we expect to win? Absolutely, we expect to win the ball game, but to you know, say, you know, 50 and all this. I know we, we say JSU by 40, that's the motto, but we, we got to see what this platoon cooking team is working with. But that actually adds to the whole equalizer about today's game because we, we say it's the full coverage slate for the entire coverage. So, you know, again, uh, you have to take the outliers away. You know, I know we tend to look at, like you mentioned, Corey, Phil Cummins played two FBS teams, and it's like, okay, how they look against those teams. Well, we can also translate to say how do we look last week against Texas State. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, they're outliers. There's not a true barometer of where you are. The true barometer starts today, starts today with where you are. And again, they do have a lot of question marks um, because against those FBS opponents, the tape shows a lot of things, but it also only shows so much mm-hmm. because again, they are, they tend to be an outlier. Um, and when you talk about a whole different level of play, it's hard to gauge that. You know what I'm saying? But the one thing that you can gauge does still translate on film. For example, you can gauge effort. They they showed that against Miami. You know what I mean? They did. They, they just did, got they outclassed did. by superior talent, superior you know, competition. So, again, um, do we expect to win? Of course we do. But, again, I expect to see, you know what I'm saying, um, a charged up, motivated, but though could continue because, again, first conference game for them because everything that they play for still is in front of them as well. That's At true. this juncture, we all would have the same thing. Every last team in the sweat controls its destiny today. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you're, we're going to get that best effort, not because it's just Jackson State, but because it's the first conference game for them. You know, to the season because everybody's goals are still on the table, right? And so we can never undermine that, no matter who the uh, the opponent is. And I interviewed their radio play by play guy. He admitted that they were kind of vanilla in those games. They yeah. didn't show a lot. So again, it's just not a lot out there for us. To Especially if they know, you know, what's at stake with who they're playing. You want to come out healthy for all intents and purposes. They did that. They didn't have any major injuries in those two games. And, and quarterback. Well, quarterback. Well, uh, I think he's actually going to be back to play today. You see what I'm saying? So. Do we know what his injury, what happened with him? I can't, uh, I can't recall what the actual injury But was. all three of the quarterbacks have played, though. All yeah. And well, I mean, the, the quarterback that, need, that, that that they want is the kid, Sprague. He was the uh, number one JUCO quarterback coming into this season. They He committed to Bethune-Cookman late July. So he was kind of one of them James Houston pickups for them. Had a really good game against um, Savannah State when mm-hmm. they won 31-6. 
Um, but that's pretty much the sample size that we see. The kid is a 6'5", 215, 220, big kid, big arm. And, um, but the equalizer is going to be our, the, the, the swag, sack leader, man, Devontae Davis. So I think, I, think, I think people – see, this is what's happening. I think that game against Texas State is giving people in the swag calls to pause on Jack State to think that the game is going to be easy. I can tell you right now, there is no team in the swag that would have won against that team. I'm sorry. It just, you know, I'm not saying that like there's some type of moral victory, but we're also not going to see a team that's got a roster like that. You know what I mean? I don't um, think people follow their roster. We, we were following throughout the offseason. So for those that don't know, um, Texas State was number two in the amount of FBS transfers behind Colorado. Behind Colorado. <laughs> Our previous coach, Coach Primes at Colorado, he completely flipped the roster. And I think you had some 60-some players, uh, FBS transfers, that actually joined uh, Texas State. So it was a completely different team loaded with FCS, uh, FBS transfers. and some FCS. A lot of them from Incarnate Word, who was uh, only one, line. really one possession away from the championship game. FCS championship, Four of those offensive linemen over. No, they brought the whole offensive line. Well, yeah, actually, four of them start, I think. Three four starters, yeah. They yeah. only brought 10 players from the Carter Ward. It's very similar to what Colorado did. They brought 10 players from the Carter Ward. The majority of those players came from the O-line, but the vast majority of transfers actually came from FBS, and they have FCS transfers. And also, you can't undermine the fact that their head coach, though he came from the Carter Ward, never left home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much just got a promotion still there where he was with the Carter Ward. You know, being St. Marcos is nowhere, you know, saying from San Antonio. So, so hey, well, the reason why I say that is because, like, when you look at Jackson State, the first four games was obviously the toughest games of the year mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. And I say that because what we say, the first one is always the toughest. New coach, new staff, mm-hmm. new team, starting in Atlanta against a team that beat us in the Celebration Bowl. Mm-hmm. Then you move on to FAMU, who built their roster really to beat Coach Prime and whatever Coach Prime was going to do in year three had he stayed at Jackson State. Mm-hmm. Um they had, I think they had one more FBS transfer than we did. I think we had 16, they had 17, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but they were, they were tip for tat. Yeah. Big roster, big team. You know, we, we dot that head off the FAMU. Then you go over to Southern, which was an early rivalry game in Baton Rouge. Yeah, you know, we win the game, you know, but it, it should have been by a little bit more. But then we finish up at Texas State on the road, and then all four of them on the road. Like, this is the first time they're actually going to see us. So I think people are coming into this game thinking that Jackson State isn't as tough as it is. You know what I mean? So the SWAC, the rest of the SWAC going to get their shot now. Everybody that's on the schedule, it counts. It counts towards SWAC play. And like we said, the expectation is to go 72 because the bright spot of the Texas State game, even though we lost, was the fact that we scored 34 points against a FBS. It should have been more. We should have scored 40. We actually dropped the touchdown in the red zone, which it could have been 40-plus. So – Maybe you say, okay, they didn't have a good defense. Whatever you want to say, however you want to slice it. But you can't have your cake and eat it. You can't. Uh, the thing that kind of was our Achilles heel in the first few games was what? Red zone scoring. We we, we corrected that. Correct. So what we want to see is a continuation of that same thing, uh, same flow, same, uh, uh, I would say, uh, just success on offense today. So my question is, is, what has Bethune Cookman? Um, what does Bethune Cookman present that's going to be able to stop? Because I don't, I don't really think anybody in the swag that's left on our roster can really stop our, our offense when we do what we do, because we are loaded. And then you saw it against the FBS school. So um, I'm not going to get into the score prediction just yet. But even the sample size of what I've seen with Bethune Cookman, no disrespect to them, I just seen what we got. And now we get to go out and correct our mistakes, clean up special teams, tackle better. 
if we do those things and continue the same success on offense, I don't think nobody can beat us for the rest of the year. What was the point differential between us and Texas State? How many did we lose by? Uh, 43. And put up how many? 34. So if you look at other SWAC teams going up against the FBS teams, what was the average point difference? About 50, 50 to 6, 50, 50, 50. Up, other than FAMU going up against who the South Florida? FAMU and South Florida, yep. But other than that, was the point differential, did they score as many points as us? So Not why, at all. why are we, we being written off? That's, that's what I understand. Well, for one, it's Jackson State. For two, that's people – that's the first thing. People want to, you know, always take the, you know, the, the left-handed approach when it comes up. It's the thing that you tend to want to look out of. But I, I'll say this. Um, Jackson State take care of this special team's issue. Because I always state that the family game and the Texas State game, they mirror each other. Jackson State take care of the special team's issue. We only have, we only have two divisions. We, we, only, we have two deficiencies that actually keep us from being undefeated right now. Those teams attack. <laughs> yeah, it's been, yeah, we got to correct that. So, like ASAP. So, notice I didn't say we don't lose a particular game. Special teams attack. Those two things you rectify. We don't lose to anybody. Back to your point. We talk about a technical standpoint. We have it. You know what I'm saying? We we yeah. see it again. It's not so much about uh, the uh, the amount of points we score. We were trading uh, offensive scores. Possession by possession with an FBS team. While giving them a short field. Did they what was their longest drive? Um did maybe, they go to maybe, field? maybe 45 yards. Yeah, they got a good field position. They got the whole time. But, but but even even with their short field position, we turn right back around so we're trading score for score with them. Right. You don't see that from a swag school at all. That does not happen. Some teams are tackling. That's rectified. We don't lose to anyone. I say that proudly. That's not a that's not being a homer. That's not well, being a Jack State fan. They going to say your tackles are your tackles. Like if they can't tackle, they can't tackle. You're not going to recruit nobody. I mean, if, well, so watch this. If we cancel, you say we tackle the South. We tackled in the South Carolina State Grand We did. Yeah, we did. We tackled well in the Southern game. We did. We did. Again, tackle. So what's the, what's the real JSU? Can we tackle or not? That's I guess that's the question. Well, well, it's 50, 50. well I tell you what. I tell you what. <laughs> we'll, we'll find today could we're fifty fifty on that number. Yeah. Right? We're two and two. Or or you can say it this way. We do it, we don't do it. We do it, we don't do it. We back on do it. <laughs> I like your point. And then hopefully we do it, do it, yeah, do yeah, it, do it, it and keep it going. Hold on, sound good when you say it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. So, so, so the thing is, again, tackling the special teams, if those things are taken care of, we assure ourselves, again, we assure ourselves a victory. And again, um, when we talk about people, you know, we we we've heard the, the the things about quarterback play, which is which is asinine to me because our quarterback play is so putrid. Yet our quarterback leads the conference in completion percentage and uh in passing yards. He's only one down in touchdowns, way less interceptions. Let, let me let me go ahead and say this. Uh, you know, I I hate always going back to the past, but I I knew it was gonna happen. Shadur Sanders spoiled the fan base. It, I, it, you you it, can see that it's just hard to come behind. You can see that. Well, this isn't the bad base. Jay, Jay, this, this is Jay the was in a tough position. This is the coalition. This is not just the bad base. This well, is they don't. Well, it's a cool. It's, it's a fan count. base. Oh, no, no, they no, don't count. No, they they don't say no, no, But the point they said it about you. The, the point that I'm getting True. at is that it's across the point I'm getting at. Not to disagree with you, it's across the board. What I'm saying is that is the narrative that's being out there. Whether it's a few JSU fans or the coalition, it's not a few JSU fans. So it's not. I'm telling. I'm not trying to cut you off or anything. That's real. There's a real, especially when you got, you know, you got Zy McDonald that's played well. You got people. The, the backup quarterback at Jackson State has always been the, the, the star of the team. 
y'all know it. We know it too. You know what I'm saying? And and it's just, but Jason has done his thing. He he played a great game against uh, Texas State. Uh, finally got one interception, but which was due to a penalty not called. But um, but you're right though. If you get two years of Shador, right? We've seen it. You know, uh, he th- he's throwing at what high sixties, low seventies. You know what I mean? And now you look at the success he's having, and now it's like all of a sudden. We're overanalyzing the position. When they're two different players, what they're asked to do is totally different. The approach to the game is totally different. We did everything based off the fact that we knew that two was going to be a quarterback. There was no quarterback controversy. It didn't didn't matter who else was in the room. We just didn't want to see two get hurt, right? So when that happened, now we transition out, and now we're back to what we used to do, and that is overanalyze the quarterback position. When when you look at what what the quarterback is asked to do, you look at how – they're able to control the game and control what they can control. Then you look at the fact that each game, these are the facts. Each game we've had some adjustments on the offensive line. Right. In four straight games, we've had some adjustments. What that means is, is that we've had some wins, we've had some losses on the O-line versus the in the trench play. That can affect what a quarterback looked like, what they do. You know what I'm saying? So um, football isn't played seven on seven like, we see in, 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 it's not really like that. When you got, yeah, when you, when you take the big boys out front, you see what I'm saying? It can, it can alter it. Absolutely. And then set the four on the other side. And and if you don't believe what I'm saying, just go back and look at the Texas state game and look at TJ Finley. He was not touched the entire game except for when he ran the ball. (laughs) So that's a, it speaks to their old line, but it also speaks to our D line didn't win any battles that game. It is what it is. But when you have a quarterback that can sit back there, what do we say in the pregame? Hey, listen, man, if that if this kid, 6'7", 255 pounds, is able to – he's a four-star kid that, that committed to LSU, went to Auburn, anybody. But I'm just saying, when you take a quarterback of that caliber and he's allowed to sit back there and do what he want to do, he will pick you apart, and that's what he proceeded to do. You got to get to the quarterback. So some teams had some success getting to our quarterback, and when you see that, it's like I question football acumen when you start trying to say we need to do something at the quarterback. No, we don't have a quarterback problem well, look, at all. The thing that Not I mean, exactly. But the thing that I always point back to that, that disputes everything, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Right. Uh, again, as we speak right now, conference leader in yards, completion percentage, he's one off in touchdowns, way less interceptions. I, I, I probably would venture to say he probably has the least amount of interceptions of any starter in the conference. So again, that's true. That negates anything that has thrown happen. some appreciable amount of passes. Yeah, I think Musa got three. Blood might got he, he bled out, like you said. He got a lot of. So you say we don't have a quarterback issue. I agree. So I, I think you know the quarterback play can always improve. I, I think if, of course. You, if you look at the better know, version of itself, I agree. Well, yeah, but I, I think if you look at what has held us back, it goes back to the two things that can't fit. Well, were they special teams and tackling? So if you, if you're looking at uh, the quarterback play. If you're looking at, uh, you know, ranking the, our issues from from top to bottom, quarter, where will quarterback play land on that list? We know it wouldn't be one and two. Is it third? I would put it fourth. What's what's third? I would say special. I would say special teams blocking. I mean, special teams tackling, then O line play. I would say special teams tackling, O line play, then quarterback play. Because again, uh, whether he's super esque or not. Yeah, I'm a real quick. I ain't gonna cut y'all. We're not gonna deal with the trolls, man. Take it how you want to take it. We're not gonna do it. So you gotta chew with it, and 
you can you can you can go on your own platform and go talk and do whatever you want to talk about. But we we're not gonna do the trolls, man. So we if we if we if we mute you, then you know why you earned it. Go ahead, bro. I no, mean, but I, I would no matter whether it's your door is or someone who isn't. Yeah. Because somebody put in the comment, I agree wholeheartedly. If we have Shadur with this team at Texas State, we don't win that game. With this team? I don't think the quarterback was an issue. The, no, but what I'm saying, yeah. that, 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 yeah. that, 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 that's my point. <laughs> it issue. No, that's my point. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Quarterback was not the issue. Yeah. The reason why we lost the game was because of special team tackling. I'm saying even if we have Shadur on the Texas State team, we still lose that game. Because we play the way no, I get what you're saying. I get what you're so, saying. Th- that's my point. Special teams, tackling, O-line playing the quarterback. I'm highlighting the point, the fact that quarterback play is not an alarming thing for us in regards to wins and losses so far this season. It has not been on the quarterback. It hasn't. And the numbers and the way we play speak to that. Our main issue, special teams and tackling. We get those things rectified. We are undefeated right now. I mean, when you, whenever well, you I mean, analyze the football. Hmm? You say undefeated. We still, we still don't if, if we tackle well against Texas State, we are undefeated. If we tackle well and special teams is not a problem, we're undefeated. Yes, I, I did. Hold on. Yes, we would have beaten Texas State if we tackle well and special teams come to play. No, not, no, I, I don't. I don't disagree. I mean, in any game, you know, if you stop, if you're tackling well and you 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 covering, I mean, it's three it's three phases to the game. Offense. Um, now, now, the thing that that we didn't factor in, even with that, the tackling well and special teams is the referees. So maybe the referees be <laughs> – maybe maybe they switch it up a little bit. No, there's, there's no other outside. We just have to deal with it. But, um, but no, man, anytime we're analyzing football, the experts are always experts after the game. Like, it's easy. It's low-hanging fruit. It's I'll easy be, to go I'll and say what well, we would have could – no, they're not, actually. So what I'm saying is, what do you always say, though? Every offense is effective. Every play is effective. Every offense. It comes down to what? Every defense work. It comes down to execution. execution. So if it doesn't work, the experts are always saying we would, we should have did this, we should have did that. That's that's easy though when you when you already know what has happened. So I'm telling you. So but this is what I say when you're looking at that. It does not make sense. Now, if, it, if it's a bad decision, it's just a bad decision. Bad call is a bad call. Bad play, bad situation in football, bad time management, poor time. We can see the bad. But, but I don't feel like the coaches – coaches don't go into and say, let's run this right here. They have data. They have practice that they've seen where they've seen this play executed. They've seen this play run. Oh, how many times have we been at practice? Run it over. Mm-hmm. Run it over. You're building that muscle memory. You're building that chemistry. You're building that camaraderie amongst the roster. My point is, when they make that call, they're looking at that play, how it's executed, if executed correctly. Because what have we seen this team do better than any team we've seen in the Jack State uniform in quite some time? Downfield blocking by the wide receivers yeah, and tight ends. Yeah. This yeah. has been – you can so tell that, that they emphasize that. Yeah. So when you see it executed in the game, you can see, okay, man, we we really good in this area. But the main thing to add to what you're saying yeah. is when they're when they're doing it over, it's it's not only just the data, it's trust. That's that's thing, correct. It, that's the thing is trust. I'm, that's correct. I'm saying something that I trust and believe that we can that we can do. Yeah, we can have success in. But but to mention that earlier when we talk about everything actually works, people understand there are way more variables in football than any other sport. You know, again, it's there's 11 players on the field, and yep. and we got. 
you got five on the line. So you literally got about six different responsibilities. If one person on that O line, and we're gonna, I'm gonna touch on this because you know, we mentioned about the O line play. Well, the O line play has actually been good. And you may have what's gonna prove my point. You may have leakage. One player on that line it negates the rest of the uh, four players on that line. Yeah. So again, there are too many variables and too many moving parts. Again, the old line can be well, but if every man does not do his job, yep. the play will not work. And so we, we're quick to question a decision to why you run this play when there is data or reason as to why you run a play. Mm-hmm. But again, if it's not executed, it will not work. It will not work. Again, if the play look, look listen, if the O line is blocking, but for some odd reason there's a blitz and the running back doesn't pick up the blitz man, the play will not work. Right. Everything has to work in order for a play to have success. That's correct. And people have to understand it. So it's not just why did you make this call? Yeah. They but, see something that's gonna actually work. If everything works the way it's supposed to. Now, granted, we like athleticism, so when things break down, <laughs> that's what I'm because maybe I could buy myself some time or do something in case something doesn't work. Yeah. And that's the thing we, we tend to cling to because we like insurance. We want something that's going to work, in, you know what I'm saying, in, uh, in, in Lua. In Lua. Yeah, yeah, that's what we yeah. want. And so that's what we cling to. I've been saying that like all weekend. So that's what black people, that's what we want. We like black. We want, you know what I'm saying, that in addition to. So if this don't work, it's you can point. run and pick up yards because everything else is unaccountable. Yeah. That's what we like. Why we ain't got the quarterback in there that can run fast? Well, if you you got to start like what you you did a good job breaking that down. I mean, you break down the execution aspect of it. But to move to move to move the conversation let, along, let me, let me say something about that execution. That's the okay, thing that most the average fan doesn't see, doesn't watch, and it has happened several times where a player missed an assignment, missed the block, and they were taken out of the game. So yep. the fan they complained about the coach. Why did he take such? And, I won't call any names to put in our, our yeah. guys on black. No doubt. Why did he take this guy? Why I haven't seen Great him. Point for Guess what? He missed an assignment, missed the block. But you know what? To this point, if the, if if a, if someone has made their mind up that they want to complain, it does not matter what explanation you give them. They're just going to move the goalposts and say, "Well, it could have been this." Well, what about that? So you you kind of got to football dialogue is different than somebody that's just peed off and just want to yap and complain. So right. I tend to stay away from that because I'm like, this ain't about football. This is about your emotions and your inability to accept. What done already happened, you know what I'm saying? Or what you felt like would have happened. With that, there's still no data that says if whoever you think was in the game. But what we'll do is we'll see something else happen and be like, see, had this would have been there, then that would have happened. But you still don't. If you're not addressing the key issue, like you stated, it could have been a missed assignment on the O line that could have happened at the time that this particular individual was in the game, and it just you see what I'm saying? That that's that's we know that already. So I tend to try to avoid all that and just keep it about football. So fans, at the end of the day, remember, at the end of the day, assignment, alignment, responsibility. That's yep. always what it comes down to. That's correct. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, looking at this uh, Bethune-Cookman team and looking at our obviously us going up against them, what do you think are some keys to victory today? What we need to My do? key to victory always starts with turnovers, man. It always starts with turnovers. Here's why. Uh, we didn't create uh, many turnovers. We created a turnover um, last game. Pretty one. So we created a couple of fumbles. We just didn't get we we didn't we didn't we didn't get on the ball right. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a late interception in the red zone. Tim Stewart, shout out to Tim, uh, leading the team two on the season. Um, celebrate this time. But I say turnovers because <laughs> that's a good point. That's my guy. But that turnover, but that turnover was the turning point of the game, though. 
Go back and look at it. We're trading touchdowns, right? 11 yeah, minutes yeah. ago. But but the problem was even not to go too oh, back into the game. Yeah. We are, but but we had a 14-point gap in the in the league. It started off 14 nothing, and we started trading touchdowns. Exactly. But we scored three straight touchdowns, though. Now, the flow ended after that interception. Yeah. Regardless of the fact um, – now, this is this goes back to our point. We go to Rico. Rico is double-covered, and he's also held. Referee doesn't make the call. So, what the football minds say, well, man, if it's two over here – you could have looked in the flat. You could have looked in the slot. You could have looked in some, you know, check down. Maybe there was another person or another option that he could have went to. True indeed. All right, whatever. But my point is that turnover actually changed the dynamic of the game. Mm-hmm. Because when we saw that they weren't making a call, and Coach TC even said that at halftime to the team, like we let that affect our mental, and they sprung off what? Mm-hmm. I want to say they gave up what? They went three straight uh-huh. touchdowns after Four. that? Four. Was it four straight? Four, four. Whew, man, it got ugly after that. But my point is, first point, turnovers. Can we create more turnovers today against Bethune-Cookman? If you go back and look at Southern, we won the turnover battle. You go back and look at South Carolina State, we won the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. When you go back and look at FAMU, we lost the turnover battle. Mm-hmm. There's a correlation, a cor- said coalition. There's a correlation to uh, uh, turnovers and how the outcome of the game comes. So my first point is I, I always start with turnovers. That's the first uh, first point that we got. We got to win the turnover battles today. I'm going to stick to the reason why we lost. The, the main thing for, for anything when it comes to relationship to Jackson State with this team and this season. Yep. Simple teams. Okay. We've got to clean some of the teams up because, again, I stand on it. Special teams and tackling. <laughs> Those two things you rectified, man, ain't nobody seeing us. I mean it wholeheartedly. We so the, the keys to this game, yes, Ken, turnovers is always number one. It's football one on one. Whoever wins the turnover battle, your percentages of you winning that game are are are, are immensely high. Right? Mm-hmm. But but in relation to Jackson State University after that, because that's just for every, that remains the point for every game, every team. Yeah. But for us in particular, the data is there. Special teams. Yeah. Special teams get better. And we can tackle this game won't be close. So let's be more specific on that special teams. I'll give you one. It comes down to field position. That's going to be a key to victory. Because again, if you look at Texas State, I talked about uh, earlier I mean, how many sustained drives that they had. They had a short field. So if we continue, we're putting our defense in a bind. If you look at the final score and see how many points they score, you look at the defense. Yeah, the defense didn't play well, but if you're giving them a short field all day long, yeah. that's going to be the result. So field position. Well, you know what? I probably should change my mark. I like the fact that you just said that. Because, see, I should take special teams out of it. You say field position because, actually, when I speak about special teams, what's my what's my issue with special teams? Tackling. 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 That's what I say. So, you're right. Because guess how – You have to tackle it. Because that's my point. Because, see, you mentioned field position. I was like, you know what, Cole, you're right. Because why do they get great field position? It's not because they got these horrible short kicks. Because we're not tackling. And, and, and let me just tell everybody, when it comes to tackling on, on a kickoff team, Special teams is like rebounding in basketball. Won't do. You do not have to have a specific a particular skill set. There isn't this talent gap on special teams, only with the returners. It comes down to want to. You have to have lane integrity and so want to. You got to want to stick your face in there and get a dog on tackle. That's all that it is. It's not about skill set. It's desire, will, and want to. So to get your point, we have to – I know that we're going to exchange some guys out to actually get down there because we've had guys – even for in the Southern game, on that great punt return ahead. We had guys down there ready to make the tackle, break down everything, we're just not tackling. So, again, 
to answer your point, yes, we need to tackle that. That's that's my that's my biggest thing. So forgive me. Take those things off of there for me. Did you get did you get that from TC? Because he did that in at least three interviews. No, that was in the reaction after the game. Like it was it was in the sideline. No, TC is saying it. No, he's saying it. He definitely guys that the owners like they want to be out there. I haven't, I, to be honest, I haven't seen a single happy, happy related birthday to Coach TC, by the way. Oh, yeah, man. I, I hadn't, I hadn't seen coach. anything that TC said, you know what I'm saying, leading up to this week. I haven't. Um, because last week really ticked me off that bad. But no, it comes yeah. down to tackling for us. We got to tackle that. Right. Because yeah, you're right, because it's not fair to take special teams. Because, you know, honestly, um, injury, but I feel like Kicker was fine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, everything in relation to special teams was okay. Our main thing was what? Kickoff coverage, punt coverage. But why those two particular things? Because we're kicking the ball off in both cases. Mm-hmm. Our issues are tackling on both of those. Right. So it comes down to tackling for us. I ain't got to add none of that. <laughs> so you, you talked about on that play where Jason Drillian said, you said Rico was double team? was held. Well, he was held, which allowed the uh, safety to come over and uh, over the top and, and, and catch the ball. Okay. I mean, he. It was obvious. It was an obvious hole. Rico was trying to break loose, and they still, even the referee standing right there looking at it, like it was. It was crazy that they. Didn't call. I thought you said double team. The reason why I asked you is because uh, we need I, your opinion on who, what wide receivers need to step up. Because I was interviewing the radio, the radio play-by-play guy, okay. and he talked about because he look obviously watched the film, and he talked about possibly double teaming some wide receivers, namely Rico Powers. This is yep. him, the radio guy. He's not the coach, but he saw that yeah. on film. So if he's seeing that, you know other coaches are well. That. Well, so they 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 first and foremost, Isaiah Spencer needs to be on the field. I, I just, I'm sorry, man. I, I, I um, and I don't mean that in a in a negative way. I mean this kid is special. I mean he has done nothing but produce. Um, this is a home game, and I say that for this reason. I ain't saying it because I'm a Madison Jaguar. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I might be a little biased, but okay. whatever. Um, if that was the case, I'd say that Braxton Barney and BJ need to be started. But no. All we've seen Isaiah Spencer do, even on uh, kick return, punt return, I mean, he's a baller, man. Um, but I'll say uh, Duke Duke Miller mm-hmm. in the Absolutely. slot. I love to see Andre Hunt in the uh, in the slot as well. But from a wide receiver standpoint, we we're deep in that room, man. We're deep in that room. But the first name that comes to mind after you say Rico Powers, because Rico is a problem. You got to double team if you don't. He he's leading the conference in. In, uh, in 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 reception yards, and he's been producing each game. So maybe what they saw was Texas State tries to take Rico out of the game. If he gets the ball, he's a problem. That's all he did against Southern. Isaiah Spencer is my guy, and I want to see Isaiah Spencer on the field because what we know, we've seen a sample size enough to know that this kid is not – he's a he's true, freshman. true freshman. He's not your average true freshman. But this is what we see at Power 5 programs, oh, man. If he was at if he was at USM, he was at Georgia Tech, if he was at – Wherever Mississippi State, he'd be on the field. So, and I'm not, you know, I just want to see him on the field because I think he's a weapon. I think he's a problem. Whether you put him on the outside, inside, kick return, punt return, you ask about wide receivers, that's going to be my guy. I'm gonna go to. You know, shout out to all the rest of them, but I want to see Isaiah Spencer get in the game early. And, and I'm and comfortable with him back there returning those punts, man. Shout I am out too. To, shout out to Mike B. His his pet peeve is a true freshman returning punt. Even Kevin Cole, four star, but he just didn't like the idea of a true freshman, but. Isaiah back there, getting a little comfortable. I'm, I'm not worried about him back there. I think this is a great asset. But to actually add another point about Rico that uh, a lot of people need to understand, uh, at this juncture, there's we have four games of film. Mm-hmm. 
And typically, a lot of people tend to mimic or copycat what they see other teams do. Mm-hmm. And TC actually mentioned this. I want to say it was after the Southern game or the FAMU game. But you're going to always see, and we saw well, I, we saw that against Texas State, you're going to always see uh, uh, safety health on top of free throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No matter who we play, you're going to see it. Yep. Because we we in enough games we've shown to for to use them to stretch the field. Yep. And see, the one thing that we do on offense is that we use the entirety of the field. We pretty much go um horizontally quite often. But if you notice a lot of times when we've gone to Rico, we've gone vertically with him. But here's the thing on all of Rico's touchdowns, watch this. He's gotten a huge play, I mean huge chunk play vertically yep. and horizontally. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, he's a major weapon for us. Yep. And what you want to do as a defense is basically what they're showing you, they feel that he's our best weapon. Mm-hmm. And so through the end of defense, you want to take your best weapon away. Mm-hmm. And so that's what that's why you're seeing it. Because, again, Southern, what do you do? Take a short screen, take it to the house. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Spencer, same guy we're talking about, leading the charge, blocking down the field. But then also we've seen uh, a huge 40-yard, 50-yard, 60-yard completions vertically with who? Rico. And we've really only seen that with that one player. Again, we've seen two uh, huge plays out of uh, under Hunt. But again, wires to the screen, blocking down the field, straight shot, and what? Reverse. Mm-hmm. Yep. So when you talk about big plays in Jackson offense, who comes to mind? Rico Powers. That's right. So from a different standpoint, we want to see that being taken away. And that's why you're seeing it. And then what about uh, Seven McGee? I was going to say Seven next. Uh, getting healthy, getting I, I, I want to just see Seven get back to himself. Um, we we had we we were we were there when we saw him go down and uh right. in practice that and last player camp too I mean, last, literally, the very last, literally last, the last play. Play. actually actually they could that they, that ended and we all thought that seven was probably no, gonna, he, yeah we he thought he was gonna yeah, be yeah the way way he went down right by him and he, he's it wasn't he, a good look i'll just say that the vibe just immediately sunk man after that and then but to see him start to get back in the, in the groove start to come back um I think we all just want to see Seven just get in the flow. You know what I'm saying? The coaches go for yeah, yeah, yeah. I know everybody when they see him in the uniform, they want him to go, but yeah, and they want. Why is he not playing? Yeah, you got this big old brace on your knee, but I love his uh, his attitude. You know, had a chance to see him yesterday, man, and uh, he's. He was pumped up, man. He asked how many touchdowns he needed to get. I said, give me seven, though. Said, Let's make it seven, right? So, hey, my thing is seven to six. But, but I do want to man, shout the shout the coaching staff and man, any potential recruit or parent that's watching this program, look at the way Jackson State coaches are taking care of your sons. Yep. Look at how we value your sons here at Jackson State University. Right. You know, we didn't see seven as is, again, T.C. Taylor's first uh, recruit. Right. First recruit that he actually signed was Seven McGee. Right. And knowing he's a high profile recruit, we don't treat him as if, you know, oh, you're this this great toy that we gotta have. And we just see, value you as a toy here at Jackson State. You're a number, you're one of our sons. They valued him. Right. Treated them like he was one of their own sons because they went above and beyond in bringing him back home because we cared about the health of the player, not what the player could do for us. So I want all parents <laughs> and potential recruits to notice it because we've gone above and beyond to make sure he's not just 100%, but 110%, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally as well before you got on that field. I take that a step further. I interviewed Seven when he signed with us, and I talked about, you know, why I asked him why did he commit to Jackson State, what stood out, and he talked about T.C. Taylor. He talked yeah. about this in his conversations with him. His yep. words, he said, a father figure type father guy. Figure. He said, I could see T.C. Taylor as the type of guy who will be at my wedding or in my wedding. So he got that in just a short amount of time uh, interacting with T.C., and that's ultimately what uh, swayed him to – 
But to Zoe's point, though, we got a lot of recruits here today, man. A lot of recruits uh, visiting Jackson State today. And uh, that's why we got to pack the vet out, man. If, you, if you're watching this and we're thinking about coming to the game and not really sure, come to the game. Come it's in the important. stadium. It's important to be here. It's WC Gordon Classic, man. Come in and uh, and we got to create that home at home crowd atmosphere. We need that 12th man's type atmosphere today, man. We leave need empty. Hey, I, I, it's I a night leave. game. Leave empty. Lights, lights going to be bright tonight. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be exciting, man. So this environment that we're going to experience today, hopefully we get to 40,000 today. We need to. I give you three 45. reasons why we need a good showing. Uh, I mean, yeah. I give you plenty, but the first three comes to mind. T.C. Taylor's first home game. Absolutely. Right. Son, we got to come out and show, uh, show up and show out and support him. Absolutely. Number two, what they're going to say is, oh, somebody, if we don't show up, they're going to say, oh, somebody left and look at them now. Yep. Look, at, look at the crowd. Look, look at the right. attendance. Uh, and then number three, you know, we got, like you said, we got some recruits here. Like we want to, we want to show them because guess what? A lot of those recruits, they're looking at last, even the players, right? They're looking at the videos. The from players have been, and they're, they've been, that's what they're expecting to see. So we don't want to disappoint them. They've been all saying they can't wait to play in the vet. Mm-hmm. So we got to give them that atmosphere that they saw when they was recruited here. Some of them came on visits against all corn. Some of them came on visits again uh, for homecoming. So they seen that 50,000 plus in the, in the, in the, in the vet. We got to have a good showing today. We know Bethune-Cookman is coming in. They, they probably not going to bring as many. That's the thing. See, they're, they're not, not going to bring as many. We got to make it happen. Visit. Yeah. I don't even think they're bringing a band. Uh, yeah. but, so, the band is here. The band is here? I get to hear that fight song, man. I don't I like that fight song, man. I got to say this. I'm a numbers guy. Yep. And just knowing what we have coming down the pipe here at the vet, this game is the most critical for our numbers. Because if we start off great, we're going to maintain the rest of it. Yes. You got to understand, homecoming is homecoming. It's going to do what it's going to do. Right. We're going to touch 50,000 for homecoming. We will. All right. Then we got Alcorn. If Alcorn's winning, then we're winning. Soul Bowl is going to do what it's supposed to do. Right. Then you know, you got high school day. High school day is the cheat code because we're going to have all these high school kids in here. Yep. So it's going to do what, it's, what it needs to do. This is the outlier. Yep. And typically, traditionally, we do very well on our home opener. But again, there are some other parameters, and that's why I want to touch on what Corey stated this because this is TC's first home game. One of our favorite son is here, you know what I'm saying, coaching his team. And we need to send a message, not just to recruits, but even our current team. Yeah. You know, in regards to what the environment is going to be like. We don't need any type of letdown. We need dread, we need JSU to be the best version of itself, but be true to itself and be its true, authentic self. So that's why today. For all my true blue Jacksonians, we're going to have a little bit of nostalgia today. It's a night game in the bed, baby. It's a night game, And not only that, wait till you see them boys come out today. Oh, boy. Wait till you see them boys come out today. Oh, I'm boy. I'm telling you, there's going to be a few people going to share the tittle. The look, hmm? look going to be nice, There's going to be a few people that, that possibly, possibly going to share the tittle when they see them yeah, boys come out the today. It's nostalgia. It's going to be epic, I'm bro. here for it. A night game in the bed. And, and so to, to add some context to this, you guys, for the past three years, the majority of our games have been during the day. Facts. This is a home opener, baby. And that thing going to be at night. And I don't know if you know, but night games at the bit get different. They do. So, look, um, I know the temperature is not going to be as hot. We're still going to be uh, low night. Yeah, we're going to be all right. We're going to so tell you right now, getting the shade in your tailgate, don't take in your libations. Don't <laughs> partake in everything you're going to partake into. Because I'm telling you. Somebody I'm said, I'm already out there, Ted. I need the energy. I need the energy on point. Look. Leave empty. 
Every person that I come to contact with, we leave the stadium. You need to sound like me. Your voice needs to be gone. Leave empty today, baby. Hey, give Coach TC a, a good birthday present. His birthday was yesterday. What, what, what? I mean, what better way to gift him, man, than to pack this thing I mean, out? Man, we man. got to have something coming. We oh, got to have something coming. I got, I got the best deal to get because I be the jack for my birthday, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but TC gonna get his first win, his first home game for his birthday. That's what better cool. gift to give Coach TC Taylor? Yeah, a JSU alum, lifer. He got number ten in his office over there. They don't know we know. He got yeah. that number ten on his desk right there. On, on, on the yeah. desk. Yep. What better present for Jacksonians to give a true Jacksonian than to get a dub at home at nighttime with that old nostalgic feeling that we're gonna have tonight? We got two presents, two birthday presents to give out. Who, who else has is celebrating the birthday? It's actually today. Trivia. Let's see who can get it in the right. comments. Okay, oh, you gave it. I want to see if they get in comments. Eighty Robinson, happy, happy birthday, birthday. Happy birthday, eighty today. So back, wow, back, TC. Hey man, hey Virgo season. We bought Leo's out. I don't know who coming. <laughs> we bought <the> Leo's out. <laughs> <laughs> it's Virgo season, baby. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! But no, it's his old point, though, man. The look, hey, I, you know what? Can I? I might bask. I get to bask in this a little. Bit. I get to bask in this a little. TD, TD, TD over there. Y'all can't see him on the camera, though. I had a little request, though. Remember that request, TD? Hey, hey! Shout out, shout out to our equipment manager, Dominique. Dominique, ah, oh, I love you, baby. I love you. I love you. I love you. Nostalgic? No, this one I, I went to. I asked for, for a little something. Okay, and you got it. I got it, man. Can you, can you reveal that? now or no? No. Okay. If you can't reveal, tell me later. But I just want. To... I'm gonna tell you off camera. Though, okay. Okay. Because I don't know, you know. Well, we we don't we don't we don't break news, man. Okay. We let the we let the school show what they okay. show. But I'll just say it this way: it's in relation to the helmet. Okay. It's in relation to the helmet. Just a little. I was. I, I'm. All I'm gonna say is that when I. I asked her for something very specific. And I ain't saying that, that she wasn't going to do it anyway. I'm just saying, I don't know. We've always, we've always seen, you know, the helmets look a certain way. But I know I asked, and she didn't look like she was too happy about the request. Mm, this is true. She was looking like, <laughs> I was like, man, I think I asked the wrong thing. <laughs> hey, but look, we went in there and we I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Just know y'all going to be happy with what y'all see today. So that, that's what you get. That's what happens when you can't. New clock. unions, though, no, too. No, when you can't clock, that's what happens, though. Nah, so you can't nah, clock. So nah. I, I want to pause it right there. We'll, we'll get back to the uh, football talking in the games. I want to shout out these two brothers. Uh, first of all, I want to go back to uh, the TD as well. Everybody, no, the whole, the whole uh, Mr. O'Brien, take oh, yeah. $10,000 going to the baseball team. I don't know if y'all have spoken on it since the video, since you didn't really get to do well, it we, live last night. We, um, we did speak at it. We had an appreciation last night. Shout out to everybody who um, – who showed up last night at the event. And like we said, Corey, it was really just an appreciation uh, for sometimes you, you do a lot and you, sometimes you have to give what you, what you, what you hope to get, you know what I'm saying? And you have to use it that way. So TD had an idea um, to show appreciation to those that support the channel, those that support the platform. And we, um, we was like, you know what, let's make it into a big event. Now, it just so happened that it happened at the same time. Um, Zoe and I were here for Blue and White Week, and we were checking out the weight room uh, with some of the Tiger Fund uh, gentlemen, uh, Brother Alba Leeson and uh, Wayne Goodwin. We were over yeah, there with Beef. And we were talking, and um, Coach Omar and Coach uh, Chandler Dillard, yeah, they, came out. they came out, you know what I'm saying? They came out from the uh, baseball field, and 
we just were talking. We was talking about getting them on Tiger Talk, man, and just chopping it up with them. And what we – I think Zoe asked uh, Coach, do you need anything? You know, is there anything we could do for you? You know, we – he he was talking – he got a cousin that's – he was trying to uh, get to uh, Jackson State to take a look at the recruit to the baseball program. And that's when Coach mentioned the uh, the camera equipment, wanting to get some cameras installed all around the field. Um and we was like, all right, cool. You know, this was April. This is April 13, 14, April. 15. It was, you know, right around that time for the uh, spring game. So from there, it was like, okay, we'll, we'll get with you. You know what I mean? And um, Coach Dillard reached out to us a week or so ago. Hold on, before you – yeah. wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think you got the dates wrong. I think the dates are wrong. It was, fact, before, it, it, was, it was the same – No, 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 no so. It was, it was, it was, it was last, in August. It was the last day of fall camp. It was the last day of fall camp. Okay. The day that Savage got hurt. That's so correct. Short of, I thought it wasn't real well. Hold on. It's not April. It wasn't April. It was, April. The last day of fall it was camp. August. It was that day of fall camp. So it, was the day, it was the day we talked. Yeah. That's right. It was the 17th or something like that. Yeah. yeah like, so that's right. It, it, recently. Recently. Short it was recently. It was recently. It was a short amount of time. The reason why we were even over I'm there. saying I was saying blue and white week because you were saying it. I just. They hadn't even started the weight room back then. We didn't actually speak to it because the reason why we were. No, the weight room had been started. Blue and white week? Not blue and white week they had. Yeah. You're right. You're right. We That's, right. To That's right. That's practice. right. We went to see the weight Apologize, room. Apologize, y'all. We, we had to see the weight room. We got, our, we got our dates we wrong. Out it, was it, was it was August. It was August. It was August. 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 Last day of fall. happened in no time. We were going to see the weight room. That's why we were there. It was the last day of fall camp, the scrimmage style. That's correct. What's that? But I have to add this point, though, because you're missing a very valid point. Go ahead. When he actually, remember, the day before he contacted he contacted who? That's right. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, after that conversation, and this is the thing, they coaches have seen what we've, you know, what we've done. You know, we did the initiative for the uh, weight room. We did the initiative uh, with Coach Migari and a ton of other initiatives through the platform. Now, Coach Omar went to A.D. Robinson mm-hmm. and actually talked to A.D. Robinson and said, "Hey, do you are you do you fit?" if it was okay that he come and reach out to us. Okay, okay. So uh, we wanted to make sure we put that in there because that right and – and when Coach Dillard called us, me and Zoe got on the phone. We actually called A.D. Robinson on three-way mm-hmm. and said, hey, A.D., we wanted to let you know Coach uh, John Coach Dillard reached out. He said, yeah, they, they did reach out to us. Let me know. And he's like, appreciate you for letting me know what's going on. He's like, all right, cool. We'll. I said, what we'll do is we'll go ahead and – Work it out, and um, I want to say the, the camera equipment was uh, eighty nine hundred bucks, and we was gonna do nine k. So it was like, man, let's just do let's do ten thousand because it, it sound better. It it rounded up to the nearest, you know, uh, ten. And shout out to everybody that donated, man. It was it was a quick quick initiative. It didn't take long to uh, to to raise the money. And then uh, yesterday, yesterday around ten o'clock, we went over to. Um, to Coach Omar to the to the annex to his office and um, presented him the check, man, and he was unbelievably appreciative, and it just it just does our heart some good to to do that. We was excited about it. So uh, again, just another another check on the uh, on the list, man. You know, for uh, the programs that we want to work on, and we're trying to show love to every sport, every sport that we can. But we usually start with a coach coming to us, letting us know what they need. So if they need something, it gives us it gives us a, a call to action. And we get active, man. We get active. You know how we do. You, you touched on the uh, event. No, I ain't drink no ginger ale, man. No, 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 I'm good on that. I stopped doing it on game day. 
<laughs> we be working too hard, but go ahead. <laughs> I just touched on this event, though. I know you just touched on it, but just to go back for everybody who missed it or didn't know about it, just kind of recap the uh, the reason why that event took place and just talk about that atmosphere. I was there, and it was, hey, I told TD, man, if you didn't know anybody, you would think some big-time event planning company. They said TD know. was looking like Sayed Entertainment, oh, yeah. man, rocking no, the fedora. No, TD like was rocking the fedora and the ascot, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but no, we uh, for for those that don't know, Corey, we um, Zoe and, and myself, along with TD, KT, Dub, Rochelle, Nook, uh, we started a, a foundation, you know, a nonprofit, which allows us to do strategic initiatives to assist Jackson State and student athletes. So it's a it's a labor of love, man. Like I said, it was actually TD's idea. Uh, he pitched it to me. And we chopped it up about it. He wanted to just do something, you know. He was like, look, man, we was at Soleil. We did a live show on the platform. And um, it's like, next time we do something like that, let's just have an open tab, man. Folks come through and watch us, watch the show. We'll, you know, we'll get them a beverage or something. And then what happened is, is, uh, yeah, we just, (laughs) we were like, uh, shout out to to KT Dub, for those that don't know. uh, Brother Kevin, he uh, had a frat brother that, owned a, a location, reached out to him to get us the location. Nice, nice um, Very nice venue, uh, mm-hmm. venue by Roseburg, who actually, uh, Miss Roseburg, Zoe and I met yesterday, yesterday. here yeah. at the vet, yeah. renovated the coach's office. Yeah, man. So head coach office, the coach head coach line. office and the, and the assistant coach's lounge, they, re, they redid it. Unbelievable job. job. It looks amazing, by the way. We're not going to show that because, it was an amazing birthday gift for Coach Taylor. He didn't even know that they oh, were doing it. I didn't it. know that. I didn't know he didn't. He know. didn't know it. So she's, a, she's an amazing decorator, bro. So her venue, their venue is amazing. So we um we we were able to secure it. <laughs> and then things just started happening. Had moms come out and help, you know, yeah, saying, do some do some catering. Yeah, my whole family, everybody came through. I'll tell you what, you think we'll, we'll probably show some uh, footage on Monday. We got some footage. I'm we got on the uh, coach's office. That way, it's always already out there. They've seen it, as opposed to that way that you know. Because now, 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 I gotta say this though. I ain't gonna cut y'all. Ad Wells told us that we was a- we was able to go live from over there. Remember that? She, she told us. Nah, hey, look, I ain't saying we're gonna do it, but I'm just telling you. Now we we gonna wait on the coaches to to see how they feel about that space. You know, Coach TC is uh he very private and mm-hmm. he don't like to shine like that. I think the thing that we took away from that, and I'll be done, Corey. When I say this. They renovated his office, but he was more excited about the assistant mm-hmm. coach's lounge being mm-hmm. redone. But that speaks to the type of character that how Coach TC is. is. He just always wants it to be about his guys, man. That and that's really how he is, you know. So, um, but about the venue and about the event last night, we had a great appreciation. We had about 150 come out, you know, and we just all you know got down with it, man, and had a good time. Great and, food. And we, I mean, yeah, we loved on it, man. So we appreciate it. I say, kids, model it every day. So, man, you, you took care of the people, man. Hey, man, hey, we, hey, I, hey, we go above and beyond to make sure the folk, we let folks know that we appreciate them, man. So, um, just like this platform, this Tiger Talk with the fourteen hundred Club, man, we got two hundred eighty-one, right at three hundred people tuned in watching. And uh, if you guys wasn't supporting what we do, man, it, it would make what we do very difficult. But it's the fact that you guys appreciate the content, which makes us work. You get paid for this. I don't get paid either. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just saying, labor of love. That's why we, but it's not about that. But what we, what we just got been talking about, controlling your own narrative. So we're gonna be consistent with it. We, 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 we made a promise that we, we go live on game day, talk some football, and that's what we deliver. You see, 
look good. You know, we in the we in the media room. We appreciate the uh the staff for allowing us to know. Y'all don't see the Jackson State yeah, backdrop right, right now, but we we are in the uh, JSU media room at the table. Shout out to I'm gonna say it. Shout out to Nook for an example. Just to show you what we mean oh, yeah. by show you yeah. what we mean by label love. Oh man, we had an that. event last night. The event uh, Nook pretty much leaves around the time I leave. I was about uh, about ten ten thirty. I believe. Yeah. Nook had this drive to Shreveport, Louisiana, because he had to be at work this morning. Yep. And right, yeah, it's like the six this morning. So he's actually going to work, get off work, hot till they right back here to Jackson. Yep. To come support yeah. his Tigers. Yeah. So it's that type of level of love we're talking about. We're talking about doing this. This is a typical weekend for us. Absolutely. This is this is every weekend ripping and running. And again, this is what we talk about when we say labor of love. Uh, yeah, Rochelle, Rochelle lives up in San Francisco in the Bay Area, man. And she flew all the way in. She was everywhere. Y'all, y'all see Miss No Grace. She all over the videos like Suge Knight, man. She, <laughs> she made him re-sing this happy birthday. Oh man, watch it from England, came with Prime, but stayed. Hey, oh, Isaac, Ant- is that I'm, is I'm the Antwi? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm glad you're here. Hey man, we appreciate the support, man. Absolutely love it, man. Appreciate you for letting us know where you're coming from. Anybody else outside of the states, man? Let us know where you at. Let us know where you at. Oh man. But uh, but no, it's just it's that type of label of love. But again, you know, every week you're gonna catch us with the classics. But it's, again, we say it all the time. It is a label of love, and we do it. So the monarch is perfect for all of Jacksonians. The I love. We do. We love the. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Every yeah. weekend we're gonna be here, not just us, but and we're gonna bring y'all along the ride with us. So, but yeah, we'll, we will probably on Monday that way all the coaches have seen it. That way we kind of show and give a uh, because we know everybody can't see in certain spaces, and we'll just show you know uh, just the coaches line. We won't show everything, but just the coaches line so that way they can get a view of see of the renovation, and we'll do the before and we'll do the after so they can actually see it, it is. Absolutely, <laughs> I, I, I think Pamela talking about you, though. Say, where is his red shirt? Oh, you're gonna see me in all red. I'm gonna look like Santa's biggest helper when you see me uh, at the game. <laughs> I'm in the what tailgate you, area. Y'all got comments. Let's, let's answer hey, questions. any questions y'all got? Come on with it, man. We ready to answer some questions. Y'all haven't been asking questions today. Just comments. Hey, we, we got you now, man. We're going to answer everything we can. Listen, when this is over with, we're going to tailgate. So we coming to somebody tailgate. We're going to be, I'm going to be the blue, blue bingo. Uh, so I will say this, though. I will be uh, hosting the parents of Sir Riley today, coming in, flying in from California. Sweet. Got a call yesterday from um, uh, Yolanda. Parents? parents, they coming in, I all of them, you. everybody. They flying in from California. I, I said, hey, uh, they reached out to me and said, hey, man, we want to make sure that they have a great experience. I said, don't worry about it. So I reached out to Tiffany from the uh, Blue Bingo and uh, said, hey, Tiff, what time the tailgate? We got some family we're going to bring over. She said, we, 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 we can't wait to have them over. We started, we started to eat at 2.30. So all the Blue Bingo Athletic Association members, y'all know tailgate starts at 2.30. But we'll be over in the tailgate area just kind of mixing it up. Uh, I'm excited about that, bro, because it's been a long time since we've been able to tailgate, man. We man. be working on Saturday, man. I'm just happy to be work. It's work, man. It's work, man. We got done late last night and jumped back up. This is work. Man, absolutely. They said they appreciate your interviews, D. Man, Corsi. Pleasure, Ken. I appreciate the support. Thank you for watching. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Hey, look, we're going to be in there just having – we get to be fans again today. I, I get Please, more night games. Please, more night games. So we can work early, take all this stuff, break it down, put it up, take it to the house, come back and and, and just bask in the, in the in the whole atmosphere, man. So and, and, and listen, I do want to uh, – because Corey actually showed them. I'm going to mention 
Uh, one good thing I'm excited about the game, uh, the game is a 6 p.m. kickoff, so pretty much the whole entire second half will be under the lights. But I want to speak on that. Okay. Because uh, uh, Ken and I, we tend to be kind of animal about certain things when it comes to JSU. This is my baby. You know what I'm saying? All things JSU is my baby. I'm animal about it. And so, as you know, uh, we haven't really had any of that game uh, in a while. We had the uh, Black Championship game, which was over the life, but even then, it wasn't the best version of itself because, you know, as, as, as you guys know, we've had a ton of lights out, and it's been that way for a few years. Well, all the lights are actually working in the event now. Hey, we got a call last night while we were at the event. Yeah, I told him about we it. Got a, we got a video call. You know, somebody was showing off, said the lights are shining bright, bro. So, we, it's going to be good tonight, man. It's going to be real good. Yes. Um, so, do we want to touch that? No. No, no, we, no, we not. Um, and, and so, I uh, did want to let you guys know that the, the lights, not only are all the lights working, but all the lights are like, it's going to be super bright. Um, it'll be the brightest it's been in decades in the business. Ribs or chicken? Um, I got, I had some dental work done on, uh, on Thursday. I'm gonna have to say chicken, man. It's a little hey, man, easy. Look, chicken, no gristle. Hey, man, let me tell you so. I'm a I can't. I, yeah, when I get with yeah, I'm 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 in the, I'm in the midst of some some major dental work right now, so I can eat, but I gotta eat something. I can't eat. Man, them. Look, I can't go for them ribs right now. I gotta wait on that. You asking a dude that ate Popeye chicken the day he got his braces put on? It's chicken for me. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, we interviewed interviewed Quay. I'm pretty sure you know that. Yeah, I know know you saw. I guess you mean bring him back on. You want to see him back on the show since he got the. Oh, yeah, man. Listen, the interviews, I want to talk to. I I owe Jaheem Hazel, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, 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 an interview after the vet. Oh, yeah, yeah. After the vet, after the vet experience. Now, he did get banged up against uh, Texas State, so hopefully he'll he'll be good to go for the game. Uh, this is beautiful, Ken. Watch out by testing the waters at the playoffs. If we, hey, listen, man, if we could get in the playoffs, I'd be more than happy to go. If we can't get in the celebration bowl, without question, I'd love to do it. But obviously, it's a whole lot of football left. We got seven sweat games. We got to win all honest, seven of them. We, we can't, we can't even like put that in the lexicon of our thoughts right now. We can't. Uh, we have to give the film cooking one thousand percent of our uh, of our. We can't even. I mean, I know it's fans, but even as a fan, like our energy and our energy got to be control covered. We got control. We control, and our energy we need to feed to that. That's a great question uh, from TD. Um, that's actually a really good question. Now, I don't think the quarterback Luke Spragle, I think is his name. He's uh he's solid, man. Spragle, Sprague. I forgot this that quick. Is it Sprague? I had it. You threw me off. What you Sprague. Sprague, yeah. Sprague. Well, when he played the dog on uh, that dark side defense, it's gonna be splat. Well, he the one he left with a, he left with his arm in the sling at the game after the, after the Miami game. So it, it's potential that he's probably out for a while. We don't know, but if he plays, he plays. Uh, if he plays, they they they're gonna they're gonna be past. They're gonna have a good balance attack because he can't throw the ball. Now, if he don't play, we're gonna have to defend against. Now, this is why I say this: Thune Cookman does have decent team speed. Most of the kids that's on that roster out of Florida, uh, we know the state of Florida is one of those speed states. Mm-hmm. But you're looking at kids that can actually run. So we're going to have to defend the run. But it goes back to those points, though. We got to tackle, man. And and we talk about T.J. Finley. But I think we need to hone in on, on Malik Hornsby because we ain't talking. Malik Hornsby played for Texas State. I know that. 
You said we need to hone in? Hone in on our lack of tackling when he was okay. at quarterback. I thought you were talking about the day. No, what I'm saying is we talk about T.J. Finley okay, okay. picking us apart in, in the okay, pocket. I got you. I got you. But Hornsby, Hornsby, Hornsby was a problem for us. So, so what that what that what that poses a fair question is is how well are we against running quarterbacks? Now you got a team that like a Bethune Cookman that could potentially have a three headed monster running back. They can they got a really decent running game. We just got to go play football, man. We got to go. We got to go invoke the dark side defense back and just tackle better. We got to have gap integrity. The linebackers got to hit the holes. I think you. you People want to talk about being spoiled with Shador. I'll give you two people that we can that we've been spoiled with. I'm gonna give you two names. Keontae Hampton, Aubrey Miller. You get what I'm saying? So those are sure linebackers that actually, not to say that we don't have sure linebackers. I'm just saying when you look at the production of what we got from the linebacker, not even James Houston coming off the edge. I'm talking about who held that back that, that back end down. We have to get better on the back end, the second level of our defense. Not even I ain't even got to the third level yet. I'm talking about the defensive line is going to do what they do. But if the defensive line gets beat at the point of attack, our linebackers have to be able to stand in the gap. They have to be able to cover that hole. They have to hit the right holes, hit the right gaps, and they have to basically stop it before it even gets started. And what we've seen for the past three, four years is that if Keontae Hampton, if number 40 is on the field, or if number 45 is on the field, or number 32, Junior T. Davis, who's at Texas A&M. Man, they were stopping them things up like, you know, like like sink stoppers. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So Never had to worry about that. Never had to worry about it. So we have to get that. We have to play bu- – I like that, Victor. We have to play bu- bully ball. We have to. If you have to choose who needs to make a statement this game, Ooh. defense, offense, special team. Special team? <laughs> who needs to make a statement? I, I was setting it up. I'm going to let Zohar know. Special teams. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick to players because, man, who I was looking at this week. Yeah, special teams is, is obvious, but uh, who needs – I'm sorry, man. On offense, who needs to make a statement? I'm going to say in a strange way, just follow me. I'm going to say Rico. Reason why I say mm. Rico because Rico needs to come out this game and show because we're in swag play. Uh, he's one of the leaders of this team. You say um, he needs to make a statement. He needs to make a statement. Okay. Uh, but on defense, linebacker room. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, the, the whole unit. Linebacker room. <laughs> linebacker room needs to make a statement today. I got uh, somebody who who go ahead go go, I'm, 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 go to say, the next level too. No, no, I'm gonna say linebacker room. Uh, we cannot go into this game without a second level defense. Second level on the defense. Linebacker room, all, all of them, the entire room needs to uh, have a statement game today. Because again, if that linebacker room makes a statement, I guarantee you it does. A nice conventional too. If that linebacker room comes to play. Go ahead. On offense for me, needs to make a statement. Um, hmm. I got one. Jason Brown. And we already talked about he's. I, I was, I, went, I was, I was going to go but there, but I'm I, talking I, about the South Carolina State Jason Brown. Okay, not South Carolina Gamecocks. I mean, against South Carolina State. That's good. That's a good. That's a good. Good. Good fix. I like that. that that's that's what I want to see. So shut everybody up and let them know we're good. We still good at QB. So yeah, make a statement for me, JB. Mm, I like that, man. Um, man, I think the offensive line. 
I, I think the offensive line. I, I'm not saying they haven't had some. I want to see the offensive line. I want to see them make a statement today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, bully ball, man. Mm-hmm. Go set the tone. You know what I mean? Go be physical. Go out physical everybody that get in front of you now. And on defense, def- he said like he took my linebacker thunder because I, you know, play linebacker. But I'm going to say our DBs, man. Our DBs. And I mean from the, the left cornerback to the right cornerback. Both safety positions. I mean all four positions. Make a statement. Let me see that. What you got? What you working with? I mean, look. That is, look. What do I always say? We're going to hit the university. Go to oh, wait, wait. It's on Twitter now, oh, man. Wait, wait, wait. It's on Twitter now. Hey, hey, man. Go to, go to yeah, you put the, well, you can have you want to do it. That, that, that little bit of nostalgia. Smash, go JSU Tigers, MP. I mean, we're going to oh, put it. Keep talking, keep talking. I was going to say, you know, that little bit of nostalgia. But, um, you know, Ken's right. You know, I mentioned, Smash, I mentioned the second level of defense. I mentioned, you know, linebacker play. But Ken's right. The DBs as well. Granted, we don't we don't foresee or envision, you know, Bethune yeah, Cookman being this heavy volume pass the team. But um Tiger to we got to get better on, on both aspects of it um when we're coming to the second level. Because the defensive line stands out so much in their play. They're the most dominant, I would say, group position group on the team. I mean the fact that we got a defensive tackle leading the conference and sack speaks to that. But uh, on the tackle and third level of the defense, we definitely gotta get better. So I definitely uh, can agree with Ken on that aspect about the DBs. Uh, need to make a statement as well. TD said the coaches. I'm with it. Statement game. Statement game against Bethune-Cookman. I think um, big boys say the whole team. So let me say this. On Twitter, man, shout out to to, to Austin and his team. You no, know, he, ASVP. He they dropped. Huh? No, she said she just saw it. Good deal, man. Just saw that, man. We, yeah, hey, man. listen, we we rocking that. Oh, hey, the the the, the field, they, the field got the um beautiful video, by the way, too, man. Oh, Love the video, amazing. I, I I got chills watching that, man. Too, Y'all man. know WC Gordon is is the greatest coach of all times, man. And I say the with emphasis. Um, and he means everything to Jackson State. He, he does, man. You can't think of Jackson State football without thinking of WC Gordon. This game means everything to us, so. This is our – the first game is always dedicated to Coach Dub C. And Coach WC was the reason for the uh, red. He 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 added that Gordon red to the uniforms, man. You know, our true colors is blue and white, but WC had said, look, we got to get a touch of red in that thing. So uh, – Go watch it on Tiger Talk with the 4800 Club. Whole show on it. Had his son on The origin of the red. Absolutely. The whole story if you want to know how the red started. Yep. And then and then what – so one of the things Coach Prime did is he – he was the first one that we seen go with the full all red uniform. Like that was something that was a lot to for um for, to take in for us as you know as as JSU. <laughs> for though they they was tolerating a little touch of red, but he was like, "We going full red. We represent WC before we got out of here, man." And um, let's just say, man, we're gonna look good today. <laughs> and so, listen, so, so I can say so I can say that now. So they they showed they showed the helmet, man. We got that. Listen, it's on it's on Twitter. We can talk about it. Uh, uh, I love that, man. That's on. That's on. Listen, man. We got the the, the WC Gordon red block, red red block, white JSU in outline. We got the navy lid. We got the red face mask, man. I can almost cry, man. It's been a long time coming, bro. Nah, I ain't gonna add it. They can, they can, they can, they can go. Let them go check it out. 
Y'all go to the go to Twitter. Let's we got to get them interactions, man, on the, on the school page. Go to Instagram. Go to Twitter. Go to the Jack State uh, football page. You'll see the helmet. That's what we rocking today. That's we got what the, we're talking about. Earlier. We got the red, white, triple stripe going down the middle. We got the red face mask. That's been a long. So how long has it been since we wore that helmet, man? The last time we actually wore that helmet in particular was with the whole look together. Nineteen ninety, the beginning of nineteen ninety-eight. Wow, nineteen ninety-eight. Nineteen ninety-eight. Twenty-five years. Twenty-five years, bro. Nineteen ninety-eight was the very first. What was the last time we actually wore that helmet in its entirety? Because in ninety-nine, you know, we switched it up with the white box with the white with the red face man. Yeah. Um, so '98 was the last time we actually wore that helmet in this in this the way that we know it to be. 1998. I'm gonna say this though, and we gotta put that in context because we <laughs> shout out to the 1400 Club by the way, because I got to say this, 1400 Club and other entities on campus as well. We have fought and fought and fought first to get the red back, number one, but then number two to get this helmet back. Y'all don't understand the battles that's been fought. So, I'm going to go ahead and mention it now since they dropped it. We ain't breaking no news. So, with TD, we were sitting in the lobby. I'm, I, you, you part of the show, even though TD behind the camera. Y'all y'all, y'all, y'all know he, he part of this, too. So, we're sitting in the lobby. Exit 119. Yeah. Exit 119. <laughs> Shout out to Canton, Mississippi, by the way. Um, but, no, Dominique, you know, I, you know our, our equipment manager, I said, Dominique, Please, 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 pretty please. Can we get just one game? Because you know I'm not a big fan. Of, this is I'm I'm speaking to my preference. I'm not a big fan of the of the logo and the number on the opposite of the helmet. Some people like it. I know Coach Prime was big on that. He did that a lot when he came. Uh, that's his thing. You know, I don't know if they do it at the other school that he's at now, but I don't even pay attention to it like that. But here's my point. I was like, can we just get just just get just give it to me? You know what I'm saying? And I asked for it. I was like, look, I I need the I need red face mask. I need I need red and white block. I need the red and white triple stripe. I need the logo on both sides of the helmet. Can we please? She delivered, man. She delivered, man. I'm good. I'm good. We're gonna win today. We gotta gotta get the win though. We're gonna get the dub, man. We got the spirit of WC in the building, man. In my life. I feel that helmet is special, man. We got a whole lot more dub. Oh, yeah. Way more. At some point, we need to just embrace our our history and, and, and like, not saying that we don't. And I'm saying, like, really, because we had a lot of, so over that time frame, that 25 years, we've had a lot of different looks, bro. It's like we've been at war with uniform, uh, with the uniform look. I'm happy that Coach TC is at the helm and, and, uh, uh, and doing what they're doing. I'm going to say something. Uh, I say it all the time. We started phasing the red out in 1999. When we made it to the Swag Championship game, we had an all blue and white look with with the, with the, with some red in the face, man. Fresh me in 1999. Yeah, they wore it. They definitely wore it. Well, they, they may have worn it, but not the whole entire year. Because I remember in 1999, Swag Championship game, they had the blue helmet, you know, say with the white block. And what happened? White game? We lost. But, but, but the point that I'm going to get to is. Sorry, from the year, and Ken, Ken and I have mentioned it. It, it hurts, it hurts me too, man. Ken, Ken uh, I mentioned it to him too. It's like ever since the year 2000, um, what we know is Jackson State University. It left. 
That's we, all we, I do. We, we, we phased the red out. We got rid of the red block. And it was like so Jackson many changes, State. bro. Jackson State wasn't Jackson State. Quint, coincidentally, it was the worst 20-year run in our, in our entire history. We got to stop getting to the place where we get away from things that work. Somebody would say, well, it ain't the helmet. It's the people that's wearing the helmet. That's true. But you're not going to say that, you know what I'm saying? When we, This is what was, what, what was kind of sad in all of that. When people from our from that school that we that's our biggest rival was like, bro, when y'all mm-hmm. wore that helmet, yeah, yeah. that he- they respected that helmet. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I could take it a step. They was like, man, when they went, I, I get BJ. Shout out to BJ Jones, yeah, by the way. That on when we were when we went to what was what was that? That was 21. When when Coach Prime come back, uh, there was a guy he returned right. The look we had was a, I love the look. Now it was a white face man, but we still had the red block on it. Um, but it, but it and white triple strike. But, but we it, had the we had a, a a really nice uniform. We had the navy pants, but the look itself, he said, "Now that looks like Jackson State. That's, Jackson that's the Jackson State that put fear in folk heart." And, that, and, that's, and that's the thing that I get to. It was like when you guys see that helmet today, when you think of the blue blood Jackson State, that's Jackson State. Yeah. Now, granted, the look we're going to have in totality is going to evoke something different. It's going to be different. It's, 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 it's still going to be a beautiful look, but I'm, I'm just going to tell you, you know, because when we talk about I can speak to and live it when we talk about the team right now. I'm going to date myself. We're going to warm up. The whole entire team got on red Nikes. Everybody in their gray shimmy shirt with the red block on their on, on their shirts, and they had their red block on the field. That look, that look created fear because you're talking about a dominant force. I mean, we were kicking it, we were kicking tail week in and week out. So, what I'm telling you is, you got that old thing back today. Yep. You got that old thing back today, man. So, yeah, even, again, we're talking about 1998. And most specifically, there's a photo of Sean Woodson, the great Sean Woodson. And the, real, would. and the real GSU <laughs> uniform, I'm going to send it to you, too. Like, when we talk about this look, blue and white with a little hair red, with that with that helmet that you're going to see today. That, and coincidentally, you know what year that was? 1998. So, I'm, I'm telling you, that's Jackson State football. We we inched it close. We we inched back to what we used to be, little bit by little bit. But we on the way back, man. So knowing that we got that full lid back, there is no white face man. It's the true WC Gordon red block Jesu help. We wearing that thing today, and I couldn't be I couldn't be more ecstatic than what happened. I'm telling you, I might shed a tear today. Man, the helmet added to the fact that it's a night game. Man, it's gonna look it's good, man. On ESPN man. Plus, man. Y'all make sure you um. I'm gonna I'm gonna set my my DVR to record it anyway. I've been Same recording man. the crap out of these games. Go back and watch them. So it's always good to be a part of the game, but it's also good to go back and watch it yeah. and just kind of see what we look like, you know, on TV. See how the world view us, man. So I mean, great points, man. I'm excited. Uh, we saw the look. We won't we won't get into what it looked like. Hey, Y'all be here. House, see. In a full house at night in the vet, it's gonna feel like I'm telling you, it ain't gonna. It's not. We're not just gonna have a feel of 1998. It's gonna look like 1998 when you watch that game. Four house red block with a dude. I don't think Mrs. Dub C on the sideline. That's it. He'll be here in spirit. The WC. Now, now listen. Speaking of though, shout out to uh Terrence Jones and the stadium crew. Um we got WC Gordon Classic in the touchdown. I don't know if I've in ever seen zone. it. In, in the end zone. In the end yeah. zone. That's that look good, man. Oh, I mean, it's, it's outlined in red. I mean, you can see that on the uh, page. I've never seen that before. Uh, to answer that, for the first time ever, 
Red blocking midfield. Red blocking midfield. I love it, man. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. <laughs> TD said, can we get the socks back too? <laughs> hey, which, which socks is that, bro? Which one are you talking about? <laughs> hey, uh, I, 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 I might have to go ask Dominique. We got to show Dominique. We, we, yeah, you got to show, show it to him. We ain't going to – I don't want to get – Oh, I don't want to get a couple I, I, I choice words coming at me. Well, we're actually down for the Legacy Bowl. I actually, uh, there's, there's a video of me talking to TC. Yep. At, at the uh, at the Legacy Bowl. And I'm actually showing him something. And I'm glad TD is here. And so um, uh, TD was actually wearing, wearing a red jersey, you know what I'm saying, at the Legacy Bowl. And I saw it and I was like, oh. I'm like, bro, this it. Well, it was like, it was, it was a jersey, but it was kind of like a t-shirt kind of feel to it. Those are jerseys. But um, I was like, bro, I said, I can kind of finagle that thing. I took a picture <laughs> of it. I'm a creative, if y'all don't know. I took a picture of it. And so I did a collage. Remember? I mm-hmm. did a collage, and I actually had the helmet that we're wearing today. And I pitched it. I did a TC. I'm like, bro, we need to do yada, yada, yada. Had these stripes like this because, you know, TC was different. I mean, uh, he had Jackson, had stayed at the bottom, remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a, a few marble things that we wanted to um, finagle. And I told him, hey, we're going to have this color, but this type, this, use the TV TD as a template, basically. And we're going to do this. And I didn't even talk to Dominique. It's a true story. So Ken and I have actually seen the jerseys probably about three months now, about three months ago. And so when she actually, than that. Yeah, so when she wrote it out to us, my mouth dropped. Because everything that I showed from TC was implemented in this book that you're going to see today. Mm. Everything. And I was like, it's amazing. I was like, ah, I'm good. We in good hands. And yeah. so, and of course, I, now you're talking about having that jersey with the traditional J.S. him with that red block. Man, we're going to look absolutely gorgeous when you see us today. Yeah, Felicia. Um, yeah, Miss Whitehead, you would have to. It's a subscription uh, through ESPN. So you could you would either have to I don't, I don't know if you use uh, any of the streaming devices. If you go into the ESPN app, you'd have to sign up for it, or you can do it through your cell phone. Um, but I, what is ESPN Plus now? Nine ninety nine a month now. They they ended up every few. Every, 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 they've gone back. They've gone back up. I got a thing like two weeks ago. It's going up again. Yeah, it went up again. Yeah, so, so it's probably anywhere from nine. I probably nine nine nine. Well, not probably maybe twelve nine nine. But this is the season that why we get it. I mean, there's a lot of games on ESPN Plus, uh, a lot of swag games. So yeah, and in other games as well. Yeah. All right, we're wrapping up. We got what five to six minutes left. Got to do them score predictions, man. You want to go first, bro? Score predictions. What's the score prediction today, man? Oh, I don't do predictions. <laughs> I say go Tigers. <laughs> of course, I don't get into them scores, man. I, I don't really do them too tough, but I, I you know. Hey, man, I'm sitting at 500 this year. I got close in a couple of them, but let's see. <clears throat> I was way off last week. <laughs> yeah. I said 28 24. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Jackson State, man. Will we, you know, I tell you what, man. I, um, look, man. We at the crib, dog. We at the crib. And we got that red block on, dog. I'm going to tell you right now. I know my coach is going to be fired up. 
for those of you who don't know, man, TC is, a, is, is one of our all-time greats here. And uh, his family is, is going to be well represented today, man. That, that feeling of what we want to be at home and the friendly confines, it's going to be there. Add to the fact that it's going to be a 6 p.m. kickoff, night games in the bit are magical. Uh, and Jackson yeah. State uh, has done exceptionally well at night games here at home in the bit. And I don't expect anything less under these uh, conditions. Everything's right for the picking. And, again, I think we're going to play uh, a lot better uh, than what we have been. Uh, I know some people will probably try to boss over but don't cook me, but I won't because that team actually has some talent. They got some they players. Um, there's some speed on this team, too. I can tell you, believe it or not, this team will actually show a better showing this year against us than what they showed last year. Uh, unequivocal, I'm telling you. Um, but even with that being said, I, I, I do agree with Corey. I think uh, JB is going to come out and have an inspired game today. I think we're going to get a full four quarters of Isaiah Spencer that we didn't get last week. But the main thing we're going to pay attention to is tackling them. I think we'll get just enough tackling from our linebacker play. But, but also, they uh, don't come and play a different uh, brand of ball than what we get from Texas State and what we saw last week. Uh, I am concerned about what we'll do with regards to uh, – kicking game this week, but uh, at the end of the day, I don't think kicking going to matter with what we're going to do today when we get this done. Uh, I am going to say this. I believe JB will have a great game today. I expect 300 yards from, uh, from Jason Brown today. I think Jason Brown will possibly separate himself statistically uh, in the swag race today. Um, so I, with that being said, I got Jackson State, man. I'm going to roll. I'm going to say 42-14. Mm. Say we hit a 40 ball, huh? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, mm. hold on, hold on, hold on. We got that red block on. Hear what I just said. What we see right here. GSU by 40. Mm-hmm. 44-14. I'll say this, 54, man. 54-14. My math, man. 54-14. GSU by 40. Hey, I, I, what'd you say? It sound good when you said it. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> JSU by forty. Now, I, I, you know what? I, um, you said something. I hope the kicking game is, uh, is good today. We, uh, we're excited about seeing the progression of that. If we do have some issues on the kick return team, I'm gonna just uh, employ my strategy, and I would just say, kick it out of bounds, <laughs> kick it out of bounds, and let them get it from the thirty-five, but. No, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna we're gonna address that today. I'm gonna say, I think we get into the high thirties or close to forty today, um, depending on. Hey, we get to fifty, I'd be more than happy. I'd be happy to be wrong, but uh, that game was long. Last game, it was long. It was. They scored fast. It was a long game, man. So it's a lot of, and we got a lot of possessions because they scored so fast, you know. So. Um, Looking at the Bethune-Cookman game, I think they're going to try to – I think a strategy that they're going to try to invoke is going to be to keep our, our offense on the sideline. I think they're going to try to run the ball. And um, I don't think passing the ball is going to be – they'll have some opportunities I think they'll try to take, but I think they're going to focus on their running game. And when you do that, when you have a team that can run, we got to limit their first downs. I think it's going to slow the game down. So I'm going to say – Jackson State 38-13. I'm going to go 38-13. Uh, we win by 21 points. No, no, no. 38-13, was that? 25. 
So I, I, if we get to 40, cool. I just think that um, in order for us to get to 40, we're going to have to score some points in the first quarter. We're going to have to really get off, you know, punch them in the mouth early. And um, we'll see what happens, man. Like, I, it's too many it's too many question marks I have as far as the adjustments. I got to see the adjustments. So I love what our offense did last week. It's just the other side that we got to see. Uh, and I expect that. Now, I say that with the expectation that it's going to be better. But, you know, seeing is believing. I'd be projecting if I didn't. You know, last time we saw it, last couple of games, we had a couple of opportunities. But 38-13, Bethune-Cookman, I know we were. It was 48-8. But keep in mind, we won 48-8 to last year on the Shador. We got off extremely fast. We scored, what, three touchdowns quick, and then we slowed down. So to get to 48, we got out fast. We got, we got, we had to start fast. So that's my take, man. I think 38-13, I like it. We win. We uh, protect home field, and uh, we go from there, man. I think Isaiah's just going to return a kickback. You know what? If anybody returned a kickback, that'll offset some of our special team goals. I I appreciate that. If we can – matter of fact, even if they just get – just do to everybody else what's been happening to us. Just get good field position. Give our offense a short field. Put their defense in tough spots. So the special teams unit, I'm talking about from the snaps – Dog, we've seen every single thing that could have possibly gone wrong from my special team standpoint. So it's up from here. <laughs> you know what I mean? So well, well, the, the good thing about it, too, being in the non-conference slate is that uh, what you actually want to have adversity. We've and, had a lot of adversity. And, and we also use <laughs> the game of football as a barometer to life. Again, adversity. You're going to do, so how do you handle adversity? You know, yep. how, what changes do you make? How do you get better for it? Because, again, now the season starts. I mean, I know we had a conference game with FAMU, but for all intents and purposes, with a non-conference slate. Now we're fully, well, only remaining is conference game. Because, you know, this actually dictates the rest of the season and how it's perceived. So we had adversity. Uh, now it's how do we help it? How do we move and deal with it going forward? So, again, I said, especially going to return a kickback. 54-14, Zoe City, so it shall be done. 40 Bourbon, JSU by 40. And, and Zoe, we got a minute left. What, what else? Oh, hey, at some point in the day, when we kick off, Jackson State will have made it will make JSU history. We'll make and swag history, history today. today. We want to elaborate on that until after the game. Um, history will be made today. Oh, be you'll, made. you'll know when it's made. History you'll will know. be made today. Guarantee. With, with Jackson State University as well as what they're in the Southwest Athletic Conference. Man. So again, Jackson State moving the needle, doing things that's never been done before. We are the rising tide that lifts all the proverbial boats within the sweat. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I appreciate y'all, man. This will be a win for us trying to relocate back to Clinton so I can compete. There you go. Uh, Tyler Brown at two years. All right. Appreciate y'all, man. Uh, we went full screen on you. I, we didn't even talk. You know what? Uh, hey, Jahari, we, we, the running back room is very healthy. We didn't touch on running backs that much, but I'm excited to see what they do. Mm-hmm. Irv, Moultrie, uh, uh, Miller. What's the, what's the firm? Is the firm? M M&M. and M. Uh, it's four. It's four M. Five. Really? Oh, right. who's the four M? Uh, J D. Martin. Well, that's the four. Hold on, J D. Martin back? No, well, no, he Alabama and M. Alabama and M. That's right. No, 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 no. I was just saying, is he back today? He he'd he be back for Alabama. Back to the letter M. It's four. Who's four? So you have Irv Mulligan. You have J D. Martin. 
You have Desmond Moultrie. You have Ahmad Miller. You have Kevin May. May. <laughs> hey. Kevin May. Hey. Oh, Amari Matthews. Amari Matthews. Stop. That's six. Stop. Who else in the running back room? Well, Zeke Johnson, Zeke uh, by himself. He over there on it. <laughs> we got six running backs with you know the last what, name M. You know what they need to do? They need to put a big L in the six room. M6. Hey, seven McGee. Who can play the running back? All right, we, All right, we good, man. Numbers. Hey, appreciate y'all, man. Hey, y'all in. Let's get here. Let's get here. Let's get here. We got plenty of time. Tailgate. Night game. Lights. Let's go. Let's if go. If y'all see us at the tailgate spot, stop, stop and, and, and holler at us, man. D.I. Love. Go Tigers, man. We appreciate everybody, man. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.